Welcome to Marriage Devotionals with Jeff and Debbie, a weekly opportunity to listen in as they share their personal devotionals to encourage you and yours. And now, here's your hosts, national speakers and authors, Jeff and Debbie. This one's from December 1st at Jesus' feet. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Luke 10, 38-40 We look around and there's so much to do. The hungry need food. The homeless need shelter. Children need care and teaching. Churches need serving. The lost need preaching. Our time, money, and energy are in demand as the cries for help never end. But before you rise up to serve and give, you need to sit with your Savior. Listen to what He says. Study His Word to tell you what's true. Take time to pray, confessing your sins, asking for help, seeking His will. Worship and express how much you love Him. As He heals your wounds, makes you clean, and gives you knowledge and wisdom, you're prepared to serve those who need His love. Take time to be still with God today. Pray, read, listen. The busyness will wait. Lord, teach us to be quiet and spend time with you. Prepare us in the stillness to go out and serve you well. Amen. That's a good one. Yeah, especially for December 1st, just as everybody's finishing up one family tradition and many of them have already started decorating for the holidays and Christmas all out and probably half of them have their houses where it looks like Christmas threw up all over the house because they haven't gotten the other the empty boxes put back up after they got all the decorations out. But see, that's why we haven't started yet because, you know, our house still looks pretty good right, right. now. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't started all the crazy, but I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm actually kind of looking forward to to reminding myself of what this whole thing said you know as as we've got Eliana this year our precious granddaughter um and you know she's she's not old enough to be cognizant of what is happening but she does know the difference between chaos and peace she does know when Hmm. people are relaxing with her and when it's one more thing to change her diaper you know yeah and so for me I want this Christmas season, whenever I'm around her, to be one where I just keep taking a breath and relax with her and and talk about Jesus and Christmas and the meaning of it, even if she is only a few months, you know, old. So I think that's really wise, baby, because it'll be the last Christmas that we will have probably for decades. Mm. Where it's gonna be slow and somewhat quiet. Yeah. Because she's too young to be all excited <laughs> right. about it and start yeah. looking at the presents. And more than likely, there will be other grandbabies to come yeah. after her. And so I think you're really wise to, to think that and for us to focus on that. I, I really like this part that said um, that before you rise up to serve and give, you need to sit with your Savior. And then a couple of lines later, it talks about... Um, as he heals your wounds and makes you clean, then you're prepared to serve those who need his love. 
I think so often we just rush out and try to serve with our wounds rather mm-hmm. than you know letting letting God kind of put a balm over them so that we can serve you even better. I mean, I understand that, you know, every pain that you go through can become a ministry. I, I you know what I'm saying? I understand that part, but I think sometimes we do need to just let God heal before we move on and move in or move in, on to. Um, Absolutely, because, I mean, your pain can't become a ministry until you've brought it to the Savior. Yeah. And you've allowed the healer to to deal with you in that area of pain first. Otherwise, you're just using other people's pain to minister to your own pain. Mm. You know, as what, what's the saying uh, about miserable people or about... Misery loves company. Misery loves company. Right. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that's not what he's calling us to. That That is really interesting to think about the Mary and Martha story through that lens. Because she she was coming and putting her wounds at his feet. And Martha was just kind of like, oh, I know I got wounds, but, you know, I got to get supper on the table. Mm. And so maybe that was more, it wasn't the busyness necessarily. Maybe it was the reason for the busyness where Jesus made it sound like Mary is doing, I mean, instead Mary is doing the the greater thing. Yeah. That the greater thing was not just worshiping Jesus, but bringing what problems she had and bringing her wounds and saying, I know only you can make me better so that I can get up and put supper on the table. Maybe that's, huh. Never thought of it that way because I've always felt convicted by this story because I'm the Martha, you know, (laughs) but, you know, but, but maybe it's because, I mean, I'm, I'm even guilty of it sometimes, you know, when we're going to do our Devo and I'm like, can, can we just go ahead and get this done? And then we'll do that later this afternoon. And then it's later tonight and then it's the next day. And, you know, and, and I always am glad when we stop to take time to be with Jesus and especially when we can do it together, you know, so. I think it's that whole thing of Mary and Martha or the, the story of there's a difference between doing for Jesus and doing with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that so many Christians like this Devo is referring to, we hear the needs, we see the work to be done, and there's no time to be stopping and reading <laughs> the Bible and praying. we got to get out there and start doing all this mm-hmm. for Jesus. And the whole time we're leaving Jesus behind and he's mm-hmm. going, yeah, all of those needs, all of that stuff that that's supposed to be done, the purpose of me putting that out there before you is to draw you to me that's in right. it. Mm-hmm. So when you feel overwhelmed, I'm asking you to feel that so that you'll come to me and mm-hmm. say, I can't do this, so what can you do? And I'll be here and do with you. Mm-hmm. Ah, God, thank you for this strong reminder of the fact that you just want you want us at your feet. Um, that one line in the prayer that said, prepare us in the stillness to go out and serve you well. I know that sometimes I'm just, I'm not wanting or willing to stop and be still. And so I'm not prepared. I go and serve, but I'm not doing it in the way that you wanted me to. 
So help me always get to the point where I can take a breath. That you can remind me like you did during this devotional that it is about not just busyness. It is about bringing myself to you and just saying, man, I'm, I'm messed up. So I, I need you. I want to go and do, but can you heal my wounds? Can you make me stronger? Can you remind me of your greatness? Because then I can go out and serve. And Lord, sometimes when I take time to come and just be at your feet, you remind me that all that other stuff isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. It's to spend more time with you, to rest myself, to take a beat. And I thank you for that, that you are Lord in the busyness, but you are also Lord in the corner, in the quiet. Amen. Lord, I <clears throat> I thank you for this reminder, uh, specifically at this time of year, and I know that's the reason you laid it on their heart to write it on this day, to just breathe, to breathe you in, to breathe in the knowledge of the fullness of the presence of you through the Holy Spirit in our life. To breathe in the reminder that you loved us so much you came to live our life with us. To experience the things that we experience so that you would know how to comfort us, that you would be able to provide a living example for us. Don't let us get so busy that we don't just stop to breathe in the wonder of the realization of that this Christmas. To just breathe in the truth of knowing that we are yours. That you call us your children as much your sons and daughters as Christ is. It's probably kind of silly, Lord, but the thought just kind of popped in my head of when my Breathe app goes off on my watch to remind me to stop and focus on my breathing and take some deep breaths. I'm just going to use that as a prompt to remind me to, um, to breathe in all those things that I just talked about during that time. Find me faithful to follow through on that, please, Lord. Amen.